The current spoiler warning level is crimson. Friends and folks, your spoiler warning for this episode is going to be crimson. We're deep in seed territory, um, seed and then some variations, and it's going to be spoilery. If you're a GGP listener, that means you probably haven't watched seed, and uh, yeah, don't do it. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks. Welcome back to another Mechanista NG episode. I'm Six Dotmar from Scanline Media, and I'm Dylan. And we're going to be rolling from our lists of requests from the Abnormal Mapping Discord. Uh, we have twelve suits here that people have asked us to take a look into. Uh, some, most of them are spoilers, but some of them are not. So perhaps this episode will not actually be spoilery. We'll see what we roll. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay. D12. Uh, okay, it's spoilery. Okay. We're going to be talking about the GATX131 Calamity Gundam. Okay. All right. Hmm. Okay, sorry, I'm just thinking right now. So now we're in the spoiler section, so... Okay, yeah, no, the, the Calamity actually, I guess, has enough variance that it could warrant just talking about it and not all three of the uh, druggy suits, as they are called. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, very respectfully called. So here's the question. Do we want to also cover the X-103? No, because that will go too big. <laughs> that will. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the X-103 is a, is a favorite of mine. Oh, right. You're right. There's the Verde. Yeah. Yeah, you're, there's you're a right. lot. There's you're a right. Lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about the Calamity Gundam. All right. Uh, the Calamity Gundam. So, uh, this is uh, one of the second generation Gundams from Gundam Seed. It's the GAT-X-131. Uh, this is piloted by Orga Sabnak, who is a biological CPU. There's so many... I I love when we talk about Seed because it's like, okay, I jump from like these other shows where I know all the systems like and what, like, what words mean. And then I think about it with Seed and it's like, I kind of know what these words mean and I have seen the shows, but also they're weird. <laughs> biological cpu slash boosted man always just throws me for a loop yeah i i found the phrase boosted man so funny i created a gundam shitpost account <laughs> called yep. boosted man the boosted so. man um <laughs> so the calamity though this is the long range uh one of the three uh very apparently when you look at its art um so um the Calamity Gundam, where to start? I guess what the head. Like, uh, always... I will note real oh, quick, yep. if if you end up liking this, folks, they just released a uh, Full Mechanics 1-100 uh, Calamity Gundam. It's basically so. a re-100 in quality. It's I hate yeah. that they have decided, ah, only UC will have re-100s, and AUs are going to be Full Mechanics. And it's like, why don't you just keep your lines all one name? It's dumb. It confuses people. It does. <laughs> well, it's just like how... Whatever. I, I won't get into it. Anyway, uh, um, alright, Calamity Gundam. Uh, alright, so looking at this design, starting with the head, uh, we've got a very interesting Gundam head. Uh, so you've got a Mohawk camera with a V-fin underneath, but the V-fin is a fl free-floating V-fin, I guess you would say? Like, it's not, you know, normally your V-fins on Gundams, right, are, like, bolted in with, like, a jewel, is what it looks like. That's always the appearance it has. But this mm -hmm. is just a crest, like, this is just built into the head. Um, 
in a way that I think looks kind of neat. Um, moving on down, uh, the shape of the head is pretty normal. You've got cute little earsies on this for whatever reason. Um, and then the face is where things get weird. Because we've got a... <sighs> so, you know, your normal Gundam face, you've got... Like, two cheeks, a middle section, and the middle section usually has two legs, right? Mm -hmm. This one is two cheeks. The cheeks are a little... Well, you've got two cheeks, then you've got two slightly angled front plates, and then a middle plate. Uh, and then the two slightly angled ones have, like, a, a little, like, you know, upside-down L on them, right? Like, in the corner uh, mm -hmm. on either side. It's, just, it's a weird face-bent setup than, you know, what you're what you usually get with like a gundam um otherwise you got like a standard chin there but to me it feels very much like people who i i am going to be non-generous to the designers and the people behind seed because i think they aren't that smart um to me it looks like a design of someone who saw who doesn't realize that the gundam is supposed to look menacing and is like how do i make the gundam look menacing that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, it's it's really weird, and it's like a, it's a subtle vent too. Like it's not like a huge like you know deep one. It's just like these weird little like L cutouts basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, and also should note the head is like blue and white. The blue this kind of reminds me actually of the colors of the Airmaster Burst for the kind of blue it uses. Like it's like you know a teal kind of blue. Um. Mm -hmm. So, uh, moving on to the torso. The torso is interesting. So, we've got a rather big torso. Like, it's got, like, a large back um, behind the head, even. Um, because, like, the backpack and the torso are just kind of one thing. So, it, because they're all integrated, it's just, like, this big, bulky torso. Um, mm -hmm. Which I think looks actually kind of kind of a cool effect. A uh, weird effect for Gundam, just because we're so used to, you know... Especially in Seed, actually... All things considered, backpacks being like a separate huge thing. Yeah, um, Seed is Seed is the show about like add-ons and slapping different parts together. So yeah, it's it's also a, a neat side profile. I think actually looking at it there, like on the model. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, it's just got a big back. Um, the front of it, you've got a very weird vent setup. Like you have a lot of open vent happening on the chest. Um, now presumably the reason why you got to have all this open chest air area. Because on the chest, we have a beam cannon installed, like, right in the middle of the torso. Um, mm -hmm. So, and it's it, not not a little beam cannon. This is one of them, their toothpaste beam cannons, because we're in seed. Um, and as we all know, the toothpaste beams are the strongest beams. Um, but uh, um, moving to the shoulders, you've got some large shoulders, very long, with a lot of thrusters pointing downward on them. Like, like you know, kind of trying to think... It's kind of reminiscent of, like, you know, like, the GPO2 shoulders, the way those pop open, but mm. just a bit more simplified. Um, but it's, you know, big, rounded shoulder with a lot of downward thrust. Um, which, I like the look of it, fair enough. Um, you got the upper arms, very standard Okawara upper arms. It's just an upper bicep. You've got a little rounded part with a bent on it. Um, the lower arms are fine. They're just lower arms. Uh, it does have little elbows, which I think is neat. I always like when mm -hmm. designs get, you know, something a little extra. So it's, it's got little elbows. Um, the waist armor is not particularly special. You've got the front crotch is like an outward spike, um, which is 
interesting choice. Uh, Though it's more subdued than a lot of those. Like, it's not, you know, it's not like a, like a AOC, like, huge upward boner. <laughs> I mean, don't be rude. Um, so how AOC designs. <laughs> Look, it, it's... Uh, it tell is... me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not, but... And still asking All right, then. Me. I mean, you could be you could be correct and rude. It's entirely possible. In fact, that's anyway. kind of my MO. Um, so uh, the skirts themselves are pretty standard. You got some, like, thruster slash vents on the front skirts. Uh, the side skirts are big square side skirts with big thrusters on them. And then the uh, rear skirt is actually, looking at it, um, segmented, which is neat. But... I'm betting, looking at the model, that this is still meant to be all one piece. It just looks like it has, you know, two rear flaps and then a middle one. Um, but it, more thrusters on the back. Um, as you move down to the legs, uh, upper legs, nothing special. Standard joint. Um, the lower legs, you get some knee thrusters, some back thrusters on the back of the leg. Um, you get kind of like that, that ankle armor, the kind that's integrated at the bottom of the leg with, like, you know, a foot there. Um, and then the backpack, to talk more about it, you got a bunch of those big square thrusters similar to the skirt ones and the ones on the legs. Uh, it does have a consistency with having square thrusters on this. Um, mm -hmm. With two giant cannons on the backpack. Um, these cannons are what make and break the design for me, depending on what I'm looking at, by the way. Mm -hmm. I should note. Because sometimes, for instance, I think the full mechanics version of the design looks fine. I think they are... And a lot of times in the animation, I don't like it. Um, yeah. And actually, just to illustrate my point, just a six real quick. And of course, for viewers at home, uh, you can just look up like the different models that have existed. The full mechanics, like, it still keeps like this sort of like them getting thicker towards the end. But I think making like the blue barrels longer helps a little and having like the color separation. It just looks better to me there. Whereas, like, on the old one, I don't know why. It looks like the parts came off another mobile suit. And maybe it's because... I, I think also the full mechanics making everything a bit more flat and squared helps. Because, like, this thing is covered in square thrusters. But then you have, like, round shoulders and, like, round cannons. Which is a weird choice, I think. I, th I think part of the thing is... I mean, like, it is the most noticeable element of these mobile suits. They are huge, right? Mm hmm And just without enough details they just look bad you need if you're going to make something that big it needs to have details on it so every little extra greeble added by the full mechanics version just makes such a huge difference yeah it's it's interesting um but yeah uh talking about other armaments on the suit so uh this does have and you actually see this in the art because it's actually fully armed in its art unlike a lot of mobile suits um mm -hmm. you have its toad's block 337 millimeter plasma sabo bazooka this is apparently, this is a shell-based weapon. It is, because it is a Sabo bazooka. I don't know how plasma plays into this, but whatever. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess I, I guess I would assume that the inside gets heated to the point of being plasma? Then why would you use high... Mm. That well, you still gotta a... transport it. Plasma doesn't naturally move. Just use beams, though! You have beams! This is Gundam! Yeah... Well, listen, boosted men are allergic to, listen, they have a low tolerance to beams. They can have, they ha could have little a beam as a treat, but they can't have too All much. All right, we have a Schlag 125mm high-energy long-range <laughs> beam cannon. Those are the ones on the backpack. Um, 
for they, everyone at home, my favorite thing is when Dylan gets annoyed enough at me that they just start talking over me. Just moving on. Just moving on. <laughs> um, so uh, the back beam cannons, though, we know that they are not super strong because they are only green beams and not toothpaste beams. But um, yeah. they are, okay, they are rapid fire. They do destroy shit when they hit it. So they are strong. But yeah. Then you have the chest one, which is a Scylla 580mm multi-phase energy cannon, which is like the same kind that is used on the Aegis. Uh, which is a gun that I really like and I hope we get to talk about. Um, but um, it's just a big, big gun in the chest. Just a big... Again, I call it the toothpaste beam because, like, it's got, you know, it's the beams that have, like, the white and red and sometimes blue on them. And, like, they either look like toothpaste or, like, a rocket pop to me or something. Like they just... I mean, it does It does look very classically like that, like that crest, like, white with red in the middle kind yeah. of like stripe down it kind of look mm -hmm. that's i think that's what it's reminding me of mostly um then we have an anti-beam shield on the left arm uh and as you can see on the on the shield we actually have two quote-unquote ram cannons which are beam cannons on the shields uh that also are rapid fire like everything on this for this thing is interesting because even though it's like a like long-range mobile suit covered in cannons only the chest cannon is, like, a normal, like, cannon. Everything else on this is apparently rapid fire because the wiki wants you to know, oh, this is a, you know, it has an excellent rate of fire. Well, I mean, I think that, I think that's really important because I think if you look at sort of the tradition of Gundam up to this point, you look at the machines that have the big fucking gun, right? You look at, um, let's say, a Zeta or a Faz or a Wing Zero and these are things that fire beams that are kind of stupid, right? They're so powerful that in most circumstances they are overkill mm -hmm. and they are actually bad because their rate of fire it and also because there are lots of situations where you can't use them. If you're fighting inside a colony, the wing zero has to use its Vulcans and its sword. Anything else would blow the fucking thing up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So the, the, I think the Calamity is actually a really practical design in that it is designed for engaging a bunch of, like, grunt troops with weapons that are designed for that scale of warfare. They're not overkill. They are kill. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and so, like, yeah, so you've got... The, the armaments are interesting, though, because you, you've got mostly beam cannons other than the solid bazooka. You also have trans-phase armor, um which is the phase shift armor where armored suits do not change color when the armor is activated. I hate that there are so many types of phase shift where it's like, ah, this one changes your colors and this one doesn't because it doesn't matter. They all do the same thing. They all turn on and make it so your Gundam does not, it basically becomes the Gundam, right? Because <laughs> that's Wait. kind of the thing. Oh, so tran oh, okay. I thought there were only two. There are, okay, there are three. There's, I was thinking of, I mix up trans and variable. Variable is yep. the one that's actually good. That actually is like, it changes color, but also you can program the color. Because that's cool. Mm. Um, so, but that's, why can't you program the, the normal face shift armor color? Because, I mean, what determines the colors then? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's about the soil pH. Anyway, um... <laughs> That's Sorry, I got, to reference wait, I got into a small debate with someone about this the other time because I was talking about what I don't like with the strike, like not changing its colors. And mm -hmm. so it's just on the mind again now. And it's just, it should, though. I mean, it, that's what makes the impulse good is that yeah, it does. Exactly. Um, and for the yeah, for the record, anyone at home, that's why hydrangeas are different colors. I mean, there are different species of, of hydrangea, but also you take the same species of hydrangea, you plant it in places with different soil pH, the flowers will change color. 
Neat. I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so is the calamity though. Um, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yes. It is. It is the artillery suit of the group, right? You've got the mm-hmm. raider, which is. I mean, I guess it lives up to its name. It's high speed. It mostly engages at close range, etc. Um, mm-hmm. You've got the forbidden, which is, I guess, ostensibly their mid range. I guess? Question mark. I feel like. I feel like forbidden is like their wild card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you have the Calamity, though, and then the Calamity is this. Uh, and I mean, of the three, I think the Calamity is probably my second favorite. I like the Forbidden a bit more, and I like the Raider significantly less. We will get to those one day, though. Um, yeah. This one, though, this is, yeah, uh, of the three, though, this one just basically sits in the back. You've got uh, Orga in it, uh, mostly, you know, being a weirdo and shooting a lot and killing things um i feel like i like this one best like aesthetically like i feel like it's the coolest to look at the colors and everything are really good but yeah you're right what the forbidden can do is really neat yeah whereas like so this one like it's very straightforward with what this one does right is the kind of the thing is Mm -hmm. it i mean it just does it's it's a long-range unit it's covered in guns and it fires those guns it doesn't do anything like special, really, but it does what it does well. You know, it survives all the way through, like to the end mm-hmm. of the show. Interesting to note, we've talked so much about all the square verniers that are all over it, right? Square verniers and thrusters. Um, this is such a heavy suit. Those aren't for flying. It's just for hovering over like water and and unstable surfaces, just so that you know, like there aren't areas it can't reach. It still doesn't really have flight capability. Yeah, this is not a high mobility suit. Actually, very frequently, I was going to bring up. Uh, a lot of times this is riding on the back of the Raider because it doesn't have the high mobility. So it kind of mm-hmm. uses the Raider as like a subflight system to get around. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, I, again, the Calamity is cool. Uh, now we've, but also we've got some other things to talk about relating to it um, that may be cooler or not, depending on your opinion. Um, so... First things first, uh, this one's linked to on the Calamity page, so I wanted to show this to you. This is a magazine model, and magazine models are always weird to talk about because there's a billion of them. But because it's on the page, and because I want to point it out, this thing kind of rules because it turns into a dog. This is the Beast Calamity. Whoa. I like this, uh, because it it has like a weird tail claw. They also made it so its bazooka can fold. Uh, You can see in the lower right, which is kind of cool. Um... Anyway, yeah, they made a they made a calamity that that turns into a dog. It turns um, into a legao, basically. That's that's sick. That rule. Also, I like this color scheme on it too. It's kind of yeah. Weird. Um, wanted to I, show it, that because, like I said, it's <sighs> magazine models are weird because I we will never be able to tackle all of those because there's so many and like what ones get uploaded are completely like random and up to whoever is doing it. But you know, because not everyone can own every issue of fucking hobby japan that has ever come out and had someone be like i work for the magazine and i made this cool build this month you know this transformation works bizarrely well Uh uh-huh yeah it sure does um it's really weird um and it doesn't change as much as you would think looking at it is the thing Um, yeah like i was it looked so well that at first glance i was like oh they swapped parts out but you're looking and you're like no i can see that's there and that's there no they just did it yeah 
Um, Damn. Oh, should note, because the trivia section does mention this, uh, there is text on the forehead jewel of this one, just like how a lot of Gundams in Seed have the uh, forehead jewel text. Uh, this one says, Say X131. Uh, Say being, you know, 6 Battalion. Um, because hmm. it's the 6th Gundam made by um, the uh, Earth Alliance. So, uh, yep. And then now we have the actual variations with art and such. Uh, the first one being the Blau Calamity. Blau Calamity? Blau. I guess it's German Blau, for yes. blue. Yep. Um, all right. <laughs> well, okay. So, so remember how we talked about some will we'll, we'll, we'll probably think are cool and some we think won't be cool? Mm, I don't think this one's cool. I don't think this one's cool either. I think there are elements I like, but... So, what the Blau Calamity has done is... They've gone, well, fuck it with the backpack. We're going to make the, thr the thrusters even smaller so we can slap two more of those cannons on the back. So it has a total of four schlag high uh, long range like beam cannons. Um, okay, other things that have changed. You look at the torso, and now we have two barrels for the Scylla multi-phase energy cannon. Uh, there are two of them stacked on top of each other. Which is pointless. Because the Scylla energy cannon is like a thing that if you were using it within hugging range of a mobile suit, even in like later seed eras, I'm pretty sure would just destroy things. So why to? Shrug. I mean, like, I feel like it almost, it, the only situation I can see it making sense is if people were exactly spaced right and were in space. And this is not a space use machine. No. Uh, so, uh, when we go to the shoulders, uh, things that have also changed are, so at the ends of the shoulders, we've added an armor segment over the, uh, outer thruster, and these are attached to external shields. Um, I do think the shoulder shields are kind of cool, but that's because of course I do. Um. Yeah, they are cool though. Uh, it does have two shoulder shields though, and these are the same shields that the original, uh, Calamity uses, so... Uh, they have the, you know, the ram cannons on them, so it has the rapid-fire beam cannons. Um, and then in each arm, we have given it, uh, just because the art is showing it, hold them, uh, we have given it, like, are these the shields that Do the IWSP uses? Or... Yes, they are. Okay, I was gonna say, because these look like the composite shields. Um, uh, it's combined shield. Or combined yes. shield, sorry. Um, yeah, so... These are just two Gatling guns on shields that it has in each arm. Um, the skirt has been embiggened on the front skirts. Like, it has, like, a big, you know, like, big thrusters going down now. So I'm presuming, given that this is an Earth-based mobile suit, this is probably going to hover at this point. That's probably why the backpack got rid of all the thrusters. And... There's no way. With this well, much weight? Yeah, well, it shouldn't, but... Uh, yeah, no, it's it's... Twice as heavy, and as such, hover units uh, have been added onto the legs to ensure maximum level of mobility. That's what those little outer parts are. The inner parts. It hovers now. It's not. I mean, you here's can't the thing. just change the state shape of a thruster and say weight issues are no longer a thing. Look, here's the thing. All you have to do is get one inch off the ground, and you're hovering. Okay. I guess that's true. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is um. Stupid. So. This was built by a modeler who 
works for one of those magazines, like the one, probably the one who's doing Destiny Astray R, um, which is like a Dengeki hobby one. Uh, and his, his whole intent was doubling the Calamity's weapons, which he did. Um, but why? <laughs> like, I, I, I like ridiculous mobile suits as much as the next person, but the reason why this kind of bugs me, right, is because, so it's an artillery suit, right? But what you have doubled are the backbeam cannons, which are beam cannons, which means they don't have drop to them, right? Mm-hmm. And on the original Calamity, it already mentions they have a high rate of fire. You have four of these. Now. Then you have the two on each shoulder of rapid fire guns. And then you have two Gatlings, one in each arm. And then you have two, I guess, the most artillery pieces of the damn thing, the, the, the Scylla multi-phase cannons in the chest. And it just doesn't feel like you're actually like compensating for like any situation. Like no, if it does feel like weapons for the sake of weapons, they're not addressing a problem. Like you know, and like there are, and the next variant we're going to talk about is really funny in a completely different way, but I still can like it. This is just, I guess, the problem I have with this is like, okay, right? Here's what you could do for me. What if we took away all the back cannons instead, right? Okay. And we made it a hover unit, and then we give it the two shields on the arms, the two shields in the hands, and then, uh, like, just one beam cannon on the chest. That would be a cool alternate role, because I could believe that with having the back cannons removed, being like, oh, this is like a strike hover unit, right? Like, this mm-hmm. is something that is now, it has one heavy weapon, and it's mostly focused on, like, moving quickly and still, like, destroying things with, like, beams and stuff. Like, I can see that working. I think it's the fact that it goes in on having, like, the shoulder shields the arm shields, like, all these extra shields, and then, like, the four cannons on the backpack, that my brain is just like, wait, but what role does this have anymore? Because Mm -hmm. the arm guns are Gatling guns. Those are not being used from a long distance. The shields are implied to be things that you're supposed to use closer up. So I just don't understand, like, what range this is being used in. And, I mean, I get that it's a kit bash, so, like, your options for uh, enhancement are, are you know, limited by those factors, but, like... But people if, do good it, ones, is the thing. Yeah, and, I mean, if you want to do something where it's, like, oh, and it has a whole bunch of, like, beam cannons, right? Something closer to, like, like the, the X Divider's beam harmonica would be way more compelling. Yeah. Or, again, like, here's the thing. I think if it didn't have, like, the ridiculous arm shields as well as having the shoulder shields, maybe I'd be more accepting of four beam cannons on the back, too. Like... They're like it's just all together. I think I don't think there's a way to make the four beam cannons on the back work for me. It just looks bad. Um, here here's my plan. The two outer ones uh pop under the arms like vespers. Okay, all right, you got it. I think that would be cool. As hell. <laughs> I could see that. Um, sure. And then you still have the two top ones for like anti air. Like I could see that. That that would be kind of cool. Um. Anyway, but uh, that aside, like again, it's like I don't hate the design. The art is fine and everything. It's just not my favorite kind of variation it's just kind of there and it doesn't i just a lot of astray variations kind of hit this for me where i'm just like hmm. there are ways of being extra that i like and again we've talked about some astray designs where i do like it being extra this just doesn't hit for me in that way mm-hmm. um also it has the 80 combat ai which means that it's uh it's uh suits performance has been uh, improved because I don't understand that. We we mentioned that last time we went over a C thing. Why does putting an AI on a thing improve the performance? That doesn't, like, like when you say improve performance, that means its numbers are better, right? Like, it boosts faster and whatnot. That doesn't make sense, really. Like, 
unless you have a really unoptimized system in place that it's now optimizing. Yeah, I mean, it it can make sense with, like, you know, it talks about, like, oh, it also gets the trio system, which allows it to coordinate with the others. Sure, that makes perfect sense. Um, An AI able to coordinate better with other machines? Sure. An AI able to make, like, some movements and stuff more efficient? Sure. But, like, the engines are the engines, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's... It just always feels really weird to me. And and I don't want to be, like, this kind of, like, real robot fan, but, like, it's just... It's just something that, like, in my head, I'm like... You gotta say something that at least kind of makes sense, like, from some point of view, and kind of doesn't to me whenever they're like, ah, this is controlled by a combat AI who is, like, super cool and good, and actually makes the machine even better by being a combat AI, you know? Yeah, I I think... AI pilots have, have like, an advantage to being able to, like, assess situations in different ways than humans. That is, like, an actual benefit, but just the way that they word it bugs me is... Yeah, I think for both of us, it's like we're the kind of we're the kind of like mecha fans where we're not here trying to do like the math on like whether the physics of this makes sense. We just need an excuse to believe. Mm-hmm. Well, like again, sometimes we talked about you know sometimes just slapping extra thrusters on it, saying it's a high mobility. You know what? That's fine. But then sometimes like with something like this, it's like well you've lost thrust, and then they just put two parts on the legs and they're like never mind, it works now. And then it's like, hmm, that's kind of starting to get to my, like, brain a little. Um, mm-hmm. All right. We have another variation that we have to talk about. And this is our favorite genre of variation. Because, so the Calamity, right? This is a suit that is meant to be an artillery suit. But what if sword? What if sword? Hell yeah. And now we have the Gat-X-133 Sword Calamity. Um, So... Changes on this design from the normal calamity. Uh, just to go through those. So, the color, obviously, we got a... We're looking at the unit 2 and 3, because that's kind of like the default when they're shown in anyway. Um, we've got an orange and yellow unit now. All, all of these have very striking colors, I will say that. Even the blau, like, has kind of an interesting, like, blue, black, and yellow color scheme. Or it's like, it's not even black, it's like a greenish-gray, like a kind of gunmetal-y... Like, it has like a tinge of green even though I would still describe it as a gray. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, this one, though, very striking, orange, yellow, and white. Um, no significant changes on the head. Um, you know, you've still got the weird face, you still got the little ears, etc. Um, so what we have done, though, is the backpack has removed the cannons and just put two anti-ship swords on it. And that's it uh, for the backpack. So... Uh, Here's the thing. I, this, I, don't, I don't know if I've gotten a, a chance to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Anti-ship swords are the coolest weapons in all of Gundam. It Fair does enough. not get sicker than these things. I love them so much. Fair enough. Um, moving to the shoulders. Um, so cute touch. It actually still has the same flap like going over like the biceps on them. But the top part is what's changed. Um, on the top part, you now have arms that now have uh, Midas Messer boomerangs in them now fun fact oh. Midas messers suck <laughs> yeah no they, they, they fucking beam boomerangs all right uh moving on down to the forearm uh it does actually get a new forearm design um because you've got rocket anchors like mounted into the armor though like it's not mm. just like external pieces in the same normal way like these are kind of like integrated onto the armor at least the way it's designed it looks like that which looks cool um you've, and you've got two rocket anchors um the skirt is the same design, just some different color blocking. Um, 
and then the legs, all of that is all kept the same. Um, but yeah, so what we have done is we have taken a, a fucking artillery unit, removed all of the guns except one, uh, one very important one, because you can still see it has the Scylla bean cannon in the torso. Um, sure it does. Which was already a gun that was like not, it was strong, but it wasn't necessarily like the longest range gun anyway. So honestly, I don't mind them keeping that on this because it's like, ah, it's, you know, it's, it's like when you do big beam, but now you're close. It's cool. Um, yeah. Well, so they, they also added two little guns, uh, because the anti-ship swords have little beam guns in the, in the, oh, bottom. right. Yes. These do do that again. Right. These ones actually do do that. Uh, unlike the strikes where it just talks about how it, it was supposed to do that because the name you know, Schwergewehr is, uh, doesn't that mean, like, th doesn't that have the word gun in it, Schwergewehr? Gewehr is, yeah. Yeah, it's literally, like, it literally has gun in the name, but they're ships, anti-ship swords, so at least this one has little guns in it at the bottom. Um, oh, specifically lasers, uh, they, they do use the word laser for it, so. Yeah, it does, it does, uh, okay, Schwergewehr translates to sword rifle, which, uh, when it doesn't have a rifle... Is a yeah. bad name, though. That I guess that's. Don't they call them Arondites a lot of the time? No, that's only the Destiny sword. Okay, that's only the Destiny one. Well, yeah, Arondite it's the one that gets cool. the Arondite. Uh, okay. Uh, arguably the one of the coolest ones, but uh, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Uh, we have Midas Messers on the shoulders. If you did not hear us talk about this in the Strike episode, Beam Boomerangs are dumb, and I hate them. Um, that's it. Uh, I, I I will accept them as short beam sabers, like for like parrying or something, like up close, like really quick. Uh, I, I just think the idea of throwing them is, I just, you know, <sighs> throwing your beam saber can be cool, but making like a beam saber that is meant to be thrown in this way as a boomerang bugs me, especially because it's supposed to return to the owner. Like these aren't just like thrown away and then forgotten about. These are supposed to do a boomerang thing of coming back. Now, don't like that. Eventually, they get developed such that they are also basically funnels. That's fine. Right. At that, point, like that, at that point, at that point, it's silly, but it's it's there's something there. But just when it's just these like spinning knives that you, they they're bad. They're bad. Yeah. Um. So we have the Panzer Eisen rocket anchors though on the arms. Um. They are just big grappling claws. They can be used to grab opponents. They can probably crush, especially given the design on these ones. Um. Uh, we have the two Schwertgewehrs on it. Uh, these are cool. Uh, one of the coolest things it does is in the animation, uh, it actually slams the two of them together, like, on the side, like, when it's cutting through. It, when it actually is doing an anti-ship thing. Because there are... I, I'm trying to remember in Seed, but I think very often we don't actually see anti-ship swords used on ships. I feel like we do for the, uh, we do for the um, impulse, but otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, with, uh, in the little uh, short for Stray, we actually see it, like, slam the two swords and just cut the bridge of a ship off of the ship with them, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, doing that with the beam saber is pretty neat. Um, and then, yep, and it has the Scylla beam cannon uh, in the chest. And, you know, it's a close-up unit, and this is a destructive close-range cannon. So, you know, fair enough. Uh, I love this, even though it's, like, one of those things that can sometimes be annoying, where it's just, like, you took a mobile suit, and instead of making it... It's, like, your own individual mobile suit. You just took one and repurposed, like, its role, but into the opposite role. Like, 
even on the backpack, they actually removed some thrusters, probably because it's like, well, we removed the cannons and all the like extra weight and stuff. So I guess we don't really need as much, mm-hmm. um, even though we have this huge backpack still. Um, uh, also, shout outs to the Unit 1's colors, which are ugly as fuck. Um, yeah, they're terrible. The Unit 1 is like normal Calamity colors, but all the new pieces are red. Like not quite normal Calamity colors, but it's similar. Yeah, and it, then, does the, it does the does a different shade of blue, but it is the blue, yellow, black. Yeah, it's blue, yellow, black. But then the top of the shoulders, uh, on the legs, and then the backpack, like the shirt gewehrs and like the rocket anchors on the arms, have been given like red and yellow. It uh, looks like shit. It looks awful. This sucks. Uh, the orange one's perfectly fine as it is. Um, which the orange ones, I guess, are units two and three. Um, it's really funny in universe that. Mm-hmm. This was part of a, like, the, the story behind these is there was a period of time where they were like, what if we made our universe's version of the gym based on the calamity? <laughs> like, what? Why? Mm, yeah, why that's... would you do that? <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the calamity, our artillery with all the heavy weapons. What if we just did that, but a version that sucked? <laughs> like, you know, like, the thing with, like, you know, your mass production suits is generally you want them to fit a more... You either want them to be very niche or very generalist. You generally don't want, like, something that tries to do everything if it's your mass production suit. Um, and that's the thing, right? Like, the Calamity, even though it is an artillery suit, I mean, it's excessive and also, like, I just can't imagine... What are you gonna do? Fucking mass produce Scylla beam cannons? I imagine some idiot, like, some drunken Earth Alliance pilot tries to pilot that accidentally wipes out half his squadron because uh, he doesn't realize you've given him a fucking giant chest cannon in that way. On the other hand, if you're making these things for cheap, I really love the idea of, like, a cheaply made Scylla cannon that, like, like inside your cockpit has, like, a bunch of, like, safety levers on it, and when you fire it, it fires once and then just burns out and falls out of your chest. Yeah. That would be dope. <laughs> um, Specifically, apparently... Uh, the Scylla on this one, I don't... Let me see if it said that on the Calamity. It does mention the Scylla on this one actually only has 30% of the power of the, uh, Aegis one. What about the Calamities? Uh, no, the Calamities is full power. Okay. Um, Hmm. yeah, so they did lower the power on the Sword Calamity one, mainly so it would have a higher operation time. And also Uh, because, also because, I mean, since it doesn't have great, you know, just ordinary range options, having a lower powered beam could be useful for that. Yeah, even if it's on the chest, which is probably awkward to aim, but, you know. I guess yeah. maybe not. Maybe you just look directly at the enemy and you go, well, I'm, I'm situated directly behind this, so. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I do actually like the Sword Calamity, though. Um, I, I, think it's, I think it's actually a neat one. I know some people that really hate it because they're like, no, why would you do that to the artillery unit? And I go, why wouldn't you do that to the artillery unit? That's fun. That's um, good. But, yep, uh... Also, looking at this page of the Calamity, uh, so it doesn't mention it in the article. Oh, no, it does. It does have armor schneiders. They're in the legs, by the way. Hmm. It does have two armor schneiders. That it, uh, so I guess that's why the one, y- y- all the changed parts are red. I guess, technically speaking, the legs have changed because now they pop open and have armor schneiders. Yeah, I think it's those little yellow parts on the side. Yeah. Or orange, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're just little knives. They're little knives. It's armor schneiders little, are blessed. You know, uh, they're like is, a they're like a good good luck charm for a mobile suit. 
It is piloted by three different people, and I need to read this because one of these names annoyed me when I realized what it was. We have Reina Emilia, okay, from Sea to Stray. Edward Harrelson, also from Sea to Stray. And then four Socius. And I was like, four, wait. And then I clicked on it, and then I realized, ah, there is a Socius series. There's three Socius, four Socius, six Socius, seven and eleven Socius, thirteen Socius, and Finis Socius. Uh, oh no, these, are, are these just a bunch of boys that suck? Is that what these are? Hold on, I'm looking at this. It looks like the Socius are just a bunch of, like, blue-haired clone boys that kind of all suck and appear in different Astray works. Ah, Astray. Alright, well, I don't think there's any other variation of the Calamity uh, no. to talk about. Surprisingly not, uh... So, yeah. All right. Well, um, Six, where can people find you on the internet? You should you should find me at Scanline Media. I do articles and podcasts and stuff at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash Scanline Media. I'm proud of my work. What about you, Dylan? Uh, you can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. Excellent. Excellent. I want to give a quick thank you to uh, Spongy Cloud from the Abnormal Mapping Discord, whose uh, pick this was that we rolled. Um, if you want to put something on our list that we could possibly roll and cover in a future episode, you should hit me up on Twitter at 6detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R, or just hit me up, and if you see me on Discord, just DM me. It's fine. Well, folks, we're going to be back next week with more Mechanista G, and until then, you can go wherever you like, just stay out of my line of fire. <laughs> Peace.